Yeah. Weezy, I Slaps than the Beatles. Foint running on diesel, dog. Playing with my name, this lethal, dog. Who you see? What? Don Corleone. Trust me, at the top, it isn't lonely. Everybody acting like they know me, dog. Don't just say it now, you gotta show me. What you gotta do? Bring the clip back empty. Yeah, asked to see the ball, so they sent me, dog. I just broke off with a 10 piece, dog. There ain't nothing, I'm just being friendly, dog. Hey, pals, and welcome to the Hamicello Hockey Podcast. I'm Juliana Pizzicello. And I'm Liv Hamilton. This is episode three. This episode is going to be discussing the importance of nutrition and eating like an athlete. So before we get into it, there are just a few words that we would like to go over that you may hear throughout the podcast so that you have a better understanding of what we're talking about. So one of these words is protein. Protein is a complex substance containing amino acids. Basically, these build and repair your muscles so that these you make these workouts count. You see results. They help. Yeah, just build your muscles. Then um, you can find these in all different kinds of meats. Chicken, steak, beef, seafood. Second word, carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are made of sugar molecules. Your body naturally turns these molecules into glucose, which is blood sugar, which is the main energy source of your cells, tissues, and organs in your body. You can find these in carbs, pasta, bread, and then different carbohydrate-dense vegetables, such as green peas and all different kinds of beans. My favorite bean is garbanzo beans or chickpeas. Yeah, and another word you might hear is fiber. So there's two types of fiber. There's soluble fibers and there's insoluble fibers. So soluble fibers dissolve in water and they help that helps lower blood cholesterol and some foods you can find that in are oatmeal apples and blueberries and beans now insoluble fibers do not dissolve in water but they help move food through your digestive system Um, some foods you can eat that have insoluble fibers in them are brown rice kale almonds and any fruit with edible skins like pears or apples Another word you might hear us talk about are electrolytes. So you might have heard of these before, but those who have not might be wondering what they are and why we need them. So electrolytes, which are minerals, and they have an electric charge when dissolved in water. So once they get into your body, they balance the amount of water in your body to help your cells function properly. And they also spark nerve impulses, which keep your heart rate beating and your body moving. But most importantly, they keep you hydrated because when you sweat, you lose water along with electrolytes. And if you don't have these minerals in your body, it can lead to being dehydrated and leading to being dehydrated um, increases your risk of injuring yourself. Those minerals in your body also help you retain the water that you drink during games or practices or workouts. So that's very important. And things you can find electrolytes in are hydration drinks, such as BioSteel, body armor, and many more. Uh, But I'd say my go-to Hydration drink is definitely BioSteel. Same thing. Um, and I know you can, 
yeah, I know you can get this at the store. They have, they come in bottles or they have like a powder that I think you just add to water. Yeah. But that's my number one um, hydration drink. But there's also foods you can find them in. You can find them in watermelons, oranges, bananas, sweet potatoes, um, avocados, beets, and almonds. Just so you know what they are in case you hear them later on in this episode or if someone you know mentions them, now you know what they're talking about. Yeah, and for the electrolytes, so we named some BioCL. That's my favorite also. But just try to stay away from Gatorade. I don't really recommend it. It has lots of dyes, sugars, and it has been in a bunch of articles that have been saying it leads to health issues. So um, I would stay away from that. But um, BioSteel is definitely a great option. And I know you said sweet potatoes on that list gave you some electrolytes. I love sweet potatoes. They are my favorite. They are so good. I have them with my dinner with some chicken. Um, but I went to this place called Protein House in Boston. I don't know if it's a chain, but it was so good. I got the Muscle Builder um, burger, I think it's called. It was two patties of bison. It had so much protein in it. It was so good. But the sides were you could get like mashed sweet potatoes or like sweet potato fries were like two of the options that you could pick. I was in love. I love that place so much. Like it was so good. Everything there. Like I was in heaven. Yeah. And she, she was telling me about this a couple of days ago. And I was like, why, why are they only in Boston? We need some down here. Yeah. This is like so a real protein deal. house. Please come down to South Jersey and then Delaware by you. Lower Delaware, yeah. some South Jersey, just some Westchester, PA. All right. So sorry if that was a little bit boring going over the words, but it was necessary so that you can have a better understanding of what we're going to be talking about. So first, let's get into the off season. The off season, you're not demanding as much out of yourself as during the season. So Let's just go over the typical day um, that what you would be eating during the off season. You can go first. All right. So I'll give an example. Uh, let's go with Wednesday. That was kind of fresh in my mind right now. But uh, I got up at 430, drank a protein shake because I needed something that I could drink quickly that would give me some energy and protein before I went and worked out. And another reason why I drank that uh, before is because I don't like working out on an empty stomach, especially first thing in the morning. You've been inactive for like six to eight hours and you need something to prep your muscles before you go and train them. But then after that, worked out, showered, uh, ate breakfast, had some banana and peanut butter. That is one of my favorite snacks and breakfast things. Um, But then that day, I was working with my parents all day. Um, Hamilton Physical Therapy. Um, And since it's a family-owned business, I've worked there since I was 12. Um... But for lunch, I had a salad, and I think I had some leftover spaghetti we had had the night before, spaghetti and meatballs, uh, nice carbohydrates, protein, all that kind of stuff. And uh, for dinner, I mean, I eat whatever my mom makes, some sort of, it was like a rice, chicken, carrots, peas mixture, really good. Um, it's got a good, it's like a mix, you know, you got some protein, vegetables, rice, grain, um, that's an example of what I typically eat during the off season. And I think it all depends on, you know, 
what kind of athlete you are and what your goals are for the off season. But typically okay. during the off season, you want to cut down on those carbohydrates since you aren't as active. Eat more protein. If your goal is to gain more muscle or cut body fat, definitely want to increase your intake of protein. Yeah, so you're just looking to be the best version of yourself for the season. So you got to make sure you are at um, peak athleticism and strength. So, so how are, how's, how's your day look? So for me, a day will usually look like try to get some protein in at breakfast. And I will usually have some eggs. I like to go with three eggs, one egg white, um, so I can get my protein in for the day. Eggs are a great source of protein. Then I will usually always have some protein yogurt by the brand Ratio. They are very, very, very good, and I recommend them. And then if I don't have time to cook some eggs, I will have a one-bar which is a protein bar. Um, so for the people at home who might want to try some like protein supplement, protein powder, or protein bar, I would just make sure you check in with your parents and before you, like before you go buy those and also like always try to have the whole food, that good food. If you have time to make it, make it. But if you don't have time, then you can just grab that and it'll give you what you need on the go. So for a snack, I will usually try to have some fruit throughout the day, whether it be berries, bananas, peaches, grapes. It's usually my go-to snack. Maybe some cottage cheese for some protein. Um, then for lunch, I'll have some tuna and broccoli. And then for dinner, I'll have some chicken more broccoli, maybe some cauliflower, zucchini, mixed vegetables, and maybe like a grain like rice. All that healthy stuff. Yeah. And for dessert, guys, if you want a dessert, you don't have to just like completely cut out desserts just because you're having, like you're trying to eat healthier. Like blueberries, berries with some whipped cream at the end of like your dinner or something. Absolutely my favorite dessert. I love it. So what? how much you should be eating during the off-season? So I'm, not, I'm absolutely not telling you guys how much you should be eating at all. But this is just kind of a good gauge if you want to know. I would stay between around 1,500 at the lowest. I would not go lower than that um, because you could risk hurting yourself. And then I would say 1,800 is a good um, amount just to stay at. And, of course, if you're hungry at the end of the day, like, don't not eat because you already, like, met your goal of, like, how much you should be eating in a day or something. Um, especially at our age, there isn't really a reason to be counting calories. It's more to make sure you're counting and getting your protein goal um, as an athlete. But if you're hungry, eat. Just make sure it counts. Like, your body isn't hungry because it's lacking chips or candy. It's hungry because it's lacking, like, whether it be vitamins, protein. So make sure you get that in instead. Yeah. And, again, like you said, you don't need to be counting those calories. Another way to think of it is, like, three meals a day with maybe, like, two healthy snacks. And that's just, yeah. like, a starting point. Yeah, 
that's a good thing. Um, that's a good starting point to have. I keep track of everything I eat, how much of that I eat. I'm not doing that to count my calories. I end up knowing at the end of the day how many calories I do take in per day. But my main goal with doing that is to make sure I'm meeting my protein goal and all my other goals that I have throughout my day of eating just to make sure that um, all of my workouts and my nutrition is working together so that I can get stronger and healthier. And what you should be eating, like, food-wise and stuff like that. Um, it's very important to focus on eating healthy during the off-season just because that's when you're trying to get as strong as you possibly can before the season starts. So you want to ditch those. You want to try to ditch those energy bars and energy drinks because you don't need the sugar and fats that they have in them uh, during the off-season because you most likely won't burn off those 200, 300 calories. Uh, but another thing, you want to stay hydrated. Drink at least half your body weight. So if you weigh 100 pounds, drink 50, at least 50 ounces of water a day. Avoid those sodas and juices because they're loaded with sugar. Um, Food-wise, definitely continue to eat vegetables, fruits, meats, grains, all those. Um, and you want to keep your plate very colorful. Have a lot of variety of things. Um, but try to avoid quick fixes like snack foods or fast foods. Because if you want to be an elite hockey player, you must eat like one. Uh, you also want to try your best to stay away from those prepackaged foods. Are there any foods, like just generally, that you would say to eat during the off season? Yeah. Um, I mean, it was kind of like what you were just saying. Make sure you're drinking a lot, getting in that protein, colorful plate. Um, as long as you're kind of staying along those guidelines, I say a healthy ratio to healthy foods and maybe some like like maybe they have a treat during the day um you don't have to go full 100 percent absolutely clean eating that's great if you do that but i say a good ratio especially for athletes would be like 90 percent healthy and then maybe like 10 percent of your day you have like a little treat so i say just keep it balanced you don't have to make it miserable for yourself because it is fun I try to have six days a week where I'm eating as clean as possible, 100%. And then I will have one day during the week. I try to make it Sunday, which is my stretch day and my off day. So I can just reset for the week to come with all the workouts. I, That's my free day to eat what I would like. I can have a big pasta dinner and a carb load for the week. I can have some ice cream. I can have some candy. But that is not going to take away from the progress that you've made throughout the summer. It's just a day to make it fun. You don't have to make it bland 100% of the time. Yeah, some sugar. You need some sugar. Yeah. It's not a lot. Yeah. So during the season, it's definitely different from the off season in terms of what you're demanding from your body. But everyone's different in what they prefer to be eating. So what would you eat on a typical day during the in-season? Considering school and late practices, and of course you had that long drive. Yeah, so definitely in school. So I know we have a morning snack. And I mean, I usually just bring like maybe a fruit or just a couple vegetables or some nuts. I really like uh, those cashews and peanuts and almonds, those kind of stuff. 
She um, brought a bucket of nuts to like yeah. every single practice or game for like how long? It was like a month, and you just like it brought was, this bucket like, of nuts. It was it was for like most of the season. I mean, sometimes you just need that like quick handful right before you get on or right after. But uh, back to school, I'll bring like a salad, maybe pasta or sandwich with any type of protein. Sometimes I'll bring tuna fish um, or leftovers from dinner. Um, like I was saying, for the snack wise, for I'll bring some mini peppers. I like those bell peppers. You can oh get my them at god! The store. Yeah. They're not like the spicy ones. They're kind of like Swedish, but um, those are good. Uh, yep. Carrots and ranch, almonds, lots of fruits and vegetables. So that's always a plus to have those. Um, but on the way to practice and all the way home, just because we have to drive so far, we're very limited with what we can eat. So I know at the beginning of the season, we tried packing dinner before we left and then eating it on our way home. But it just didn't work out for us the way we wanted it to because we had problems from food not staying cold or not being able to heat it up or just not enough time for us to make dinner and then separately pack ourselves lunch and then drive two and a half hours for practice. So I think our main problem was just time because when we would pack dinner, we would pack it before we even left for school. So we got to keep it cold all day and then all the drive up. And then that was just it was really hard for us. But after we stopped doing that because of time and stuff, um, like, what's the next best place? So we went to Wawa a couple times, saw a G there a couple times. Um, but we grabbed, like, a turkey sandwich. Maybe we had those containers of fruits, and we ate that on the way home. So it was definitely hard for us to eat completely healthy and then have, um, and have those homemade meals when we live so far away. Yeah. So... But I know you only live 45 minutes away from the rink. So how was that for you? So it was a little bit better than having to drive three hours every single time I hit the ice. But I would usually try to keep my breakfast the same as during the off season. I'll have my eggs. And if I'm running late, I'll have my bar and a yogurt. And you can take your meal on the bus if you don't have time to eat it at home. So then during school, we don't get the privilege of having or being able to eat whenever you want during the day. Like just that's universal for people in school. You don't really have the privilege of just eating when you're hungry. So when you have that lunch, you have to make sure it counts because you have to make sure that your brain is ready for the rest of the day. And also you're feeling yourself for your practice later. So I like to have either some tuna fish. Um, it's not really the friendship maker, but it's the protein and it's the muscle builder that you do need. Um, so I'll have some of that. I'll have fruits, vegetables. I love berries, grapes. I really like to have those um, bell peppers that you said. They are very delicious. Um, They're scrumptious. And um, I would definitely stay away from those school lunches if you can avoid it. If you're able to pack something at home, then that is great. Um, If you don't 
have the time or are not able to when you're at home, then while you're at school, just try to make the best decisions that you can in the lunchroom. Um, so then you're ready for the rest of the day and your practice. So when I got back home, I had time for a snack. I would either have some fruit, vegetables, and maybe some pretzels. There are some good carbs for your practice later. And then depending on if I ate before or after my practice, I had some more time. I only live about 45, 50 minutes away with traffic. So I had the time to eat a little bit more than you did. I would have some chicken. I would always get my protein, my vegetables in, and then I would throw some pasta. I'd say that was a pretty average meal during the season that I would have for dinner. Okay, how much you should be eating during these months? So we went over how much you should be eating during the off-season, which was a little bit less because you're demanding less of yourself than during the season. You could be skating every day, playing games on the weekend. You're there to perform for yourself, your family, your team. And you have to be at peak performance. So I would say that a good gauge for eating during the season is anywhere from 1,700, 1,800 calories to even like 2,300 calories, depending on what your needs are for the upcoming days that day. So it varies. And of course, like always, if you're not hungry, then don't force yourself to eat because that's not, that's just as unhealthy as eating more even when you're full. When you're not hungry, you don't have to eat. And when you're hungry, make sure you're eating. Definitely. Now, what you should be eating during the end season. Uh, like we said, lots of carbs before games and practices. Those, those carbohydrates provide you provide the fuel you need to last a long period of time. Uh, still continue to eat those fruits and vegetables, protein, and lots of water. I agree. Um, definitely, like you said, with the carbs, start incorporating more carbs because those carbs are what you need for the energy. Um, you use so much energy yeah. when you play hockey, so that's definitely something you need. All right, carbs so are what you burn. Yes, during the season, the best part, playing the games, playing with your team, scoring those goals, getting those assists, so making those plays. What would you eat for energy before a game? Generally, I like to have my main meal, like breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Um, two hours, probably two hours before we're supposed to get there. And then when we start to get closer to warm-ups, I'll eat like a protein bar just to give me that extra boost of energy to make sure I don't run out um, like towards the end of the game. But my go-to meal before a game would be spaghetti the night before. Lots of carbs, that meat, protein. And then if we have an early game, maybe like a breakfast sandwich with eggs and bacon. Because bread, carbs, bacon, eggs, protein. Or it all depends. Like if we have an afternoon game, then I'll get like a maybe a sandwich with meat. Because that also has carbs and protein. So that's what I'll eat typically before a game. Yeah, that sounds pretty solid. I mean, I'm the same as you. 
on the night before the game that Friday. I will most likely be having a big pasta dinner. Um, I love pasta. I am able to digest and get those carbs, that energy stored for the game the next day. However, like two hours before the game and maybe an hour and a half after the game, I have that adrenaline. Like I'm excited to play. And I usually don't have an appetite 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 then so I'll have something the night before and maybe in the morning if I have like the appetite for it I will have some eggs or if I'm just running or we're in the car we stop into a Wawa I have some fruit and a one bar um so that's usually what I'll have, but I'm looking to get those carbs and that energy in the night before, not so much a few hours before the game because I feel like I'm skating on a full stomach. But another thing I like to have before the game, I like to have a Celsius. Um, I don't recommend it to people, especially um, young players. And Once you're older, I think if you want to have that caffeine, go ahead. For the younger players, Celsius has lots of caffeine in it. It has 200 milligrams of caffeine. That is not healthy for your heart. Um, And eventually, it just won't be good anymore. It'll build up, and you could have health issues down the road because of it. It's not natural energy either. It's chemicals. And I would say if you want to have that caffeine... um, Stick to maybe shots of espresso, like 60 to 90 milligrams of caffeine before a game, I think is great. Uh, The only reason I have that caffeine before the game isn't because I need all that energy. I have that energy. I'm ready to play. The reason I have it is to harness that energy and focus. I have ADHD, um, so I will get kind of like distracted like, oh my god, I'm so excited. There goes the puck. What am I having for dinner later? So um, you just got to, like, focus. And I talked to my doctor about it, and they said that having caffeine will help people with ADHD focus a little bit better. So talk with your parents. Don't go buying Celsius or drinking espresso shots. Just because you heard me say this, check with your doctor, check with your parents, and go ahead. Yeah, you definitely don't have to drink it. Um, yeah. Me, I don't drink any caffeine, just water. Like you said, I wake up feeling ready to go. So just a little bit of food and hydration, and that's all I, I use. But everybody's different, so you just got to find which works for you best. Yeah, so you don't you don't have to eat before, like... Like, you just have to figure out when eating those carbs and that food will affect you the most and in the best way for your game. So we can't really tell you when to eat for that. You have to experiment for yourself. And I apologize. I can't just give you straight facts like eat this time, then eat this time. But it's personal. So you just kind of have to figure that out. All right. So we went along before the game how about after the game what do you like to eat so you definitely want to restore that body so this is not food but water water is one of the best ways it helps your muscles recover faster um that's also goes for like hydration drinks too 
But eating-wise, lots of protein, maybe a protein shake or anything that has meat in it because that's protein. And chocolate milk. Uh, everyone knows how much I love chocolate milk, drinking it after those ice sessions. Um, yep. Because not only does it taste good, it has some protein in it, vitamin D. Uh, and sugar. Gonna... Yes, I was going to say that, sugar. So you also got to watch how much you drink of it. But some good things about it, it uh, provides you with the same nutrients as regular milk. Uh, regular milk is considered complete protein, which means it provides you with all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So that's always a plus. But again, you got to watch out about like how much you're drinking because too much is too much sugar. Yeah. So we learned this at one camp that we were all at together. So we did not take into account how much sugar was in the chocolate milk. All we knew was that it provided some protein for us and it, it was kind of good for after you skate. And we had a few skates that day. So there was like the cartons that you would get at lunch at your school and they were at the lunch at the rink. And teammates had quite a few of these um, chocolate milk cartons. And by the end, I look on the package and it was like, yeah, it was like 14 grams of protein, 22 grams of sugar. And I was like, excuse me, guys, you guys just had like four each. So watch out for that. It's good. carried away. Yeah. But we didn't know. Now we know. Yeah. Now we we know. learn something every day. Um, all right. Yeah. It's all personal. Yeah. Got to figure out what benefits you the most. Yeah. I mean, I'm not too picky after the game. I'll usually be down just to eat whatever, definitely drinking all that water, some electrolytes, I'll grab a bio steel, but I'll have maybe like a sandwich or something like that, some fruits, veggies, whatever I'm having for dinner that night. I'm not too picky on what we're eating. It's just as long as it's fueling me. All right, so what to eat during and before a big tournament. So you could have a bunch of games in a weekend. They're close together. You don't really have too much time to plan out these meals, especially when you're in a hotel. You can't really cook like those home-cooked meals with all that nutrients. So what would you recommend eating on these big tournaments before? Yeah, so like you said, at most of the tourneys we're at, we're at hotels. So we end up eating their breakfast. Um, sometimes they're good. Sometimes you have those a few hotels. But most of them have eggs, sausage, bacon, fruits like waffles you can make so I like to have at least a protein this one fruit and then waffles they have that carbs um, but I like to have all those on my plate and I drink water with that so I mean you can go to place other places too but most of the time we just ate at the hotel yeah so um so kind of like just during the season how you would with like a regular weekend um i will have pasta the day before we head up to whatever hotel that we're supposed to be at for that tournament or for the game i'll have that big pasta dinner for those carbs that energy that i'm going to need to use all weekend and then that morning i mean yeah you're right we're kind of eating that hotel breakfast um, you could always find some good options there. So there's those eggs. I usually go for eggs, fruit, 
maybe a yogurt and a banana. Um, and then those waffles for those carbs. It's kind of the same breakfast as you and then water. So we're pretty similar yep. there. But um, so during the games, I recently played uh, in a tournament. I had to play eight games in two days. So there were a lot of games back to back. I kind of had like an hour and a half, maybe two hours um, between each of the games. And like I said earlier, I don't really like to eat too much, like even two hours before a game and then an hour and a half after one. So that leaves me with like about 10 minutes between the games that I'm actually hungry. But if you're like me, um, you just have to make sure you're eating no matter, are you, are you good? She's choking on her water mug, guys. Yeah. But you have to make sure that you're eating no matter what, because you are demanding so much out of your body, no matter if you're hungry or not. You have to be eating, whether it's a sandwich or you're going to get that muscle builder burger from Protein House with some sweet potato fries. That definitely made me hungry, but between the games, so something you always have to. to be eating. Yeah, something to look forward to. So you always have to be eating between the games, no matter what, and drinking a lot because you're playing so many games so close together, and it's really amazing what athletes' bodies can do. We're demanding so much out of ourselves to perform, but to perform, you need to fuel yourself, just like a car you need to give it that gas so it can go. Um, yeah. I'm kind of the same way. I know there was times last year where we played a game and then drove to the next rink and played another game right away. So, like, my dad was like, here, have this protein bar. Here, have a banana. Stuff like that. So, it all depends on how far apart your games are. So, sometimes you can have a protein shake or sometimes you can't have that much and you see a protein bar. But, uh, Definitely got to get that protein and energy in if you have close games or even if you don't. So that's usually what I like to eat in between games. Yeah. So just make sure you're fitting in what you need during the day between whenever you can. Um, And you are eating more when you have this many games at a time. So if you're hungry, absolutely eat. Like, you need it 100%. Or your body would just shut down by the end of the weekend. You could end up being sick. Um, your body could just, just be falling apart. Your muscles are tearing. If you're not drinking the water, you're pulling muscles. You just need to make, make sure you're getting in what your body needs. So yeah, you don't want to be yeah. you don't want to be buzzing the first two periods and then be, you know, dragging on the ice. The last that has stuff that has to do with how you eat. Yeah. 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 Speaking of mm-hmm. eating, all this food is making me hungry. I apologize. I My stomach is like growling so bad. I was I was like putting the mic away. Yeah. Definitely building up an appetite talking about food. Yeah. Yeah. But another thing, hydration. We went over this at the beginning a little bit when we were talking about electrolytes, but uh, just some few things always be hydrated it'll keep you energized and helps prevent you from injuries and uh one thing that gets you um hydrated quickly like we said was electrolytes and uh, hydration drinks yep 
Absolutely. Biosteel, again, is my favorite for that. And, of course, above all of that is water. Water is so important. It makes up most of your body, so you would think it's pretty important um, to take in. So, yeah, I think just to wrap it all up, um, eating and fueling your body is really important. Um, your nutrition and eating like an athlete. Athletes are a different breed, let's be honest. We demand ourselves to perform every single day and compete with other players and athletes who are working just as hard as we are for our goals. So you need to make sure that you're fueling yourself so that you can perform your best. Um, so that's really it for this episode. Uh, I saw in the Q&A for the last episode, it was someone asked what our favorite NHL players are and why we like watching them. So Liv, go ahead before you wrap this up. I feel like this is a kind of like just like a default for everybody's, but Sidney Crosby, our Pens fan, he's a Pens fan. Mm-hmm. But it's not just because he's the captain of a team and he's, you know, one of these studs. Um, he's great on his feet, edges, very, like, stable. You know, you can push him. He's not going to fall over. I think he's just good all around. I've He was there before I was born, but when I was born, I've watched him up until now. Yeah. But another player, Nathan McKinnon on the Avalanche. So, for me personally, I'm the same as you. I really enjoy watching Sidney Crosby. He is, he's just, yeah, like you said, he's great with his edges, great on his feet. Um, He has all that power and drive and that grit. And that's really something that I look up to. Um, He's always fun to watch. And not, again, just because he's the captain of the team. He's always been a big name in the NHL. And you can see why when he plays, he's just a show to watch. Um, another favorite player of mine, I feel like this is kind of just another default, but Connor McDavid. Um, not because, Evil. just because, yes, for real. Not because he's just like um, a walking highlight reel. But like, you see these plays that he's making. Um, these passes, it's really amazing like what he can create when he's playing on the ice, and that's something I look up to also. So that's who I like to watch. Uh, this upcoming season, watch out, watch Bedsy. Yeah, Bedsy I'm excited to see him. So, But those are my favorite NHL players to watch, Sidney Crosby, Connor McDavid. Uh, thanks for watching today's episode. Make sure you tune in to – the next ones that we're going to be posting in the next few weeks. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you let us know in our DMs on Instagram or in the Q&A on Spotify. If you have any questions or um, ideas for upcoming episodes, make sure you put those in the Q&A as well. Thanks for tuning in to the Hamachella Hockey Podcast. Saw you last night, but did it day.